The following is a paid program and does not necessarily represent the views of iHeartMedia. Securities and advisory services offered through Investicorp, member FINRA, SIPC. Information provided during the J. Arnold Wealth Management Company show is intended for informational purposes only and should not be considered advice. Please consult with your own investment advisor or tax advisor before making any investment decisions. This is the Jay Arnold Wealth Management Show. Well, it's nice to see him sitting in our studio. Hi, John. Hello there, Ronnie Case. <laughs> it's nice to it's see been, you, man. It's been a while. It has been a while, and there's a lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, so we got a lot to lot to cover. First, I got to ask you: seminars I hear went well. Yeah, they were they were they were well attended. Uh, better than expected, to be honest with you. We had we 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 capped them at thirty, but I'm a sucker. For people, so I'll get you know we made it at thirty three, thirty five, et cetera. But it was, they were well attended, and uh, great questions come out of it. Uh, we get a couple appointments and clients per week from it, and uh, the food was really good. Uh, it was just an overall really good experience. Right, and people learned a lot. That's the main thing. People did learn a lot. Don't you think that it's 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 how it's your basic approach? Your basic approach on this broadcast is as a teaching tool. Your basic approach on your educational summits is a teaching tool. Yeah, I believe in. Uh, I believe you know, in educate people if you like what you're and you want uh, want to choose and, and go with me. Fine. If not, take what I've taught you to where you're investing now. Is your attitude? Yeah, I'm a tell not sell kind of guy. I tell I tell what this is what it is. You want to be? You want to hear some candid stuff that I shouldn't probably say in the radio, but tell you, I wish I was. Well, now, you know, I folks, wish I was. Let me reveal ready this. For the There's X-ray. so damn many rules in, in yeah. this no, business no. of yours. I didn't okay. mean it like that. I mean, right. like, kind of like putting myself down. I am not twenty percent the salesperson I was in two thousand seven. Two thousand seven, John Arnold would kick two. Uh, and two, I'm going to tell you why. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to I'm going to do the analysis as to why. Okay. Because you're engulfed. And that's a word in research. Because you are uh, constantly reading, watching, going to these, listening to experts. You're trying to stay on track or ahead of the game. It's partly that. It's partly that we have such a big practice now. It's it's partly that we, we're fee-based, so my compensation goes up and down with the clients, so I don't got to worry about, you know, apologizing. Um, and it just, honestly, I, I sold from 99 to 2006, and... When hey, I turned fee based, man, I didn't ever wanted to do it again. Do you know I was a hard closer and calling people, driving them nuts and this and that. We're gonna do business. I, honestly, I don't really care anymore. I just here's what I do. I do it great. What you care here's about? Here's my performance. Well, like you tell me, period. You, 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 the the stress that you guys have that you have is you care about each one of your clients. That is the stress. because it's their retirement, their savings. And that is a very stressful thing because you want them to do well. What amazes me, gang, just in general, is if you're making like twelve percent on your money, and and you know you're complaining about it, you know, or some guy's making twenty three in different investments and you're complaining about it. I want to just say I want to scream when I hear that kind of stuff because those are still great returns. With that being said, where are we now? What do you? What are your thoughts on what's ahead? We got continuous growth in the stock market. We got fundamental things right now that really we are a runaway. We're a runaway freight train. We got a president, whether you love or hate the guy, that's economically sound, and he's great at this, and he's proven it. Mm-hmm. He's economically kicking ass. Period. I don't care about porn stars and all these things. All I care about is feeding my family and and protecting the nation. He's good at both those. All right, and the economy. How is the economy right now? That, that's what I'm getting at. So. Economy is excellent. 
But the what what the main thing for me is is there's somebody there, people are not talking about this one great thing that's happening still. But the main thing is is we got more jobs than people. We got GDP that's at record pace right now. But something that no one's talking about still, we got crazy record interest rates still. What do you mean low? Low. People don't. Well, they're raising, and who cares if they're raising? They were so low in the first place. They're still not where they need to be. So there's in- so you're still getting capital capital at ridiculous rates that it's funding economic growth, and I'll take it. It might it could have caused a little bit of inflation. That's what's going to happen when you have a great economy. Look at China. Mm-hmm. You look at. I mean, their their only concern is inflation. Yeah, and that's just the that's the breaks. If you're gonna if you're in a good economy and you're making a lot of money. And things are good. Prices of things are going to go up. And I see yeah. that happening. I, I must confess that I, I see to. inflation in building materials. I see it in a lot of places. But but I was reading consumer confidence is way up in the air. Layoffs are... I, I brought some stuff in here, just waiting for your arrival here today. Mm-hmm. Uh, African-American unemployment rate, second lowest ever got that here you know and aren't aren't all of these just great economic signs Ron, I, listen if i was a diehard liberal left rainbow waving person u.s consumer confidence I, at 18 year high just to pass that along. i can't understand who would want anything to change at this point well i don't get it either john i was hoping you could explain I, when that. i wake up in the morning i can't believe it i can't believe the stock market i can't believe how, how well my paychecks are doing i can't believe how well my clients paychecks are doing I can't believe their portfolios are report. I can't even tell you how good their performance is because it says it's actually unbelievable. So I don't even talk about it. But the truth of the matter is we're doing unbelievable returns. And uh, when I get up in the morning, I couldn't be happier. Now, people are talking about books and porn stars and all this and that. That has nothing to do with the stock market. At the end of the day, we're roaring. So to answer your question, things look great. All right. So, so you're still – are you still – Heavily invested in a market and new investors that you always you always have people that are joining your firm, if you will, that are the uh, customers, clients, whatever, that come and say, "Okay, John, I, I, I'm thinking about retirement, or I'm not happy with what I'm doing, and all that kind of stuff." Are you going in the market with them? Absolutely, hundred percent. A hundred percent. We are we're, we're ripping it apart. We're, we're going in head first. We're going in the high quality stuff. It's making a lot of money. We're liquid. I lose when they lose. They win when I win. I win when they win. But Make you were on a time. you were on a LeBron James winning streak. Would you not agree? Answer this question. Oh, I, I, I want comparison. you to reflect on something like this for me. Yeah, this has been a long running bull winning streak market. Yes or no? Yeah, the longest ever. Mm-hmm. With. And I read a lot, and no one sees it changing anytime soon. Do you agree with that? You, I've you, been saying it. You've been saying it long before they've been Absolutely. saying it. And that's why you're still strongly in it. Absolutely. Have yeah, any- not, nothing about my, my portfolio stances other than we're getting into some other things as far as investments go that I can't really talk about on the radio. Uh, nothing about my, like, my aggressiveness in the market has changed. I, I couldn't be happier. I couldn't be more positive. I don't. I, I don't think there's any more momentum that can carry us. I just honestly, I think if there's going to be something that happens, it's either going to be terrorist attack related or it's going to be politically driven. Other than those two things, like I guess, an impeachment or something like that, or yeah, I don't know. Not an impeachment because you can't impeach somebody because you don't like them. No, I mean they I sure think, as hell are trying. No, it's going to be something democratic. It's like 
Yeah, they, they pulled a rabbit out of the hat with Bill Clinton back in the 90s. Or let's say the Democrats take so, over the midterms. That could stall yeah, a lot yeah, of stuff. Yeah, it really won't. It really won't. You I, don't? I, no, I don't. I mean, it might shake it up for a couple weeks, but it's not really going to do much. But, um, by the way, I don't see that happening. So, uh, I, I, honestly, I, I think it's going to be politically driven to where they catch Trump on something that, that might get him impeached that's legit. Or, you know, obviously we always have the black swan terrorist attack stuff. That all, you know, that other than those two things, I can't see what can happen. And I listen, I could be wrong. If you know, if pigs get I fat, love it when you say this. I could be right. I could be wrong. I've been right. And I've but been pigs wrong. get fat, hogs get slaughtered. I say it every time. And people look at our portfolios and say, my God, you got to start taking some of this, this cut this fat off the meat or something. It's like, man, I don't, I agree with you, but I don't know why I would. This thing keeps going up and I can't see any reason why to take it off the table. I just can't. But you continue to monitor for each of your clients, which John Arnold, you know, he can buy and sell on with, without calling you. You continue to monitor this on a daily basis with stop losses that you can put in and take out just in case something would happen to keep the gains that people have enjoyed. Not only that, yeah, stop losses, absolutely. I monitor it because that's my job. Um, we, we The main thing right now for us, we're like, I, like, our stuff has been doing so well, and I got ahead of the game on some things that, you know, when I first when I first bought it, people were kind of like, "eh, this this kind of sucks." And then now now it's going bonkers, like cybersecurity and stuff like that. The problem is, is I should be making changes, but if I make changes, then there the, the, we could take potentially better gains off the table. So you're trapped by they're not seeing much activity in their portfolios because there's no reason to change. So we're looking for new fresh ideas, but we're doing it slowly. One thing I am doing that I'm suggesting strategy-wise, I'm chopping a lot of the profits off, and I'm sticking them into things that are like some high-yield stuff, uh, you know, maybe some alternatives or uh, maybe a fixed annuity or something like that. I'm, I'm just taking the profit off. Because one of the things that people, one of the things that I, I, I will tell you is from 2002 that I learned, in 2008, people love the stock market until they lose money. And they really hate losing. And they really hate losing their profits. So my thing is, we've been we've been nine years strong now, maybe going on ten. Let's slice these profits off. Let's tuck away the profits. Let's put them in something guaranteed. Well, no, wait a minute. I just heard you take some of the profits and put them in some alternative investments, right? Yeah. More risky or not? No, just the opposite. Oh, okay, safer stuff. Safe stuff. So and then we and then my goal is to rebuild the principal. You know, get some more profits on the principal and do it again, but. If something collapses, we still cut the we cut the profits off and we're putting into something safer. And I really shouldn't have to apologize to the client because it will go down. Does the client get upset that oh the market's going up? Why do we take our profits off? Yeah, yeah. Of I course. mean, but, you know what people want. You know what I've learned from the John Arnold Show, folks. Being a, f- a financial planner like him, it's a no win situation. And here's a, I'm going to give you my analysis, and I've interviewed this guy a long time. <laughs> you know, you can make people. 20% return on their money, and they'll bitch that they didn't get 23. No, even worse, they'll bitch at you because they had to pay taxes on the money, which okay. is mind-blowing. Right. Or you, the guy will make 12% who came out of a CD making nothing and say, but the, my neighbor made 23. Well, he's younger and, and, higher and, and doesn't get that kind of stuff. Or no matter what you do, if you say, I'm going to take some of this off to protect the gains, and the market goes up for the next year, well, we shouldn't have taken it off then. Almost like you should be a psychic. No, not almost. Like but, I should be. Right, like but, I should have a fortune teller glass. But you, you are a guy that bases everything you knew on research. On re- ob- objective research. Right. That's the key. No, g- not Yahoo Finance and 
income statements and cash flow statements and balance sheets and earnings per share. That's all manipulated. That's all made. That's how the executives make their bonuses. I look at objective analysis, which is tactical analysis. It shows me the numbers. It shows me their big money's going. It shows me where the big money's not going. Based on that, we think we're giving objective advice. Of course, we're going to be wrong sometimes, but boy, it sure beats the hell out of, uh, you know, Yahoo Finance or this news say this or this analyst said that. That's all. It's all manure. Uh, are you, are you, this has been a long bull run is what I'm asking. And you anticipate. No, it's the longest bull run, but go okay, ahead. Okay. And, and you're anticipating it to continue. I do. Let me ask you this, just from a So it's not a, it's not a time. You know, these people, I ask that question because I see these people saying, well, you know, this uh, is a long thing. Like time is a factor in it. I don't think time has anything to do with it. It doesn't. I'm so glad you talked about because we could have a whole show on that. People think numbers have memory. Right, like say it only bull market only goes seven years in a time. Yeah, yeah. That has nothing to do with Listen, it. Listen, the current bull market doesn't give a rat's you know patoot what happened twenty years ago, because different situations, different times. Let me give you a perfect analogy. Do you watch football? Yes. Okay, so I'm a college football nutcase. Nut I love it. All right, I'm, and I'm going to confess this to John Arnold on, on the show. Please tell me you're in a Buckeyes fan. Go ahead. No, no, forget. It. You know what? Uh, when it comes to college football, but when, uh, but uh, I'm going to confess this. I am the guy I love. I listen to every YSU game on this radio station with Bob Hannon and Ed Moransky does a color now. Uh, That's he really? He's great. Ed Moransky. He is great. He, it is a sheer joy to me. I was listening to these guys on Saturday. I love listening to YSU. We, well, we've lost two games, but you know I'm rooting for him. So, yeah, I'm really, and the, and the analysis he gives is phenomenal. Hey, let me sidetrack on what I was going to say there. But uh, like, I'm a YSU. Obviously, we're in for the scholarship. We love YSU football. My uncle, my great uncle, you know, he was one of the coaches out out there, Dyke Beatty. We're all in on YSU. We love YSU. And you're a graduate. And by the way, we yeah, and we and by the way, we're having a, we're having listen, we're having some rough luck right now. Yeah, I don't know what happened with Butler. West Virginia's number fourteen, number eleven in the country. I get West Virginia. Yeah, they should have beat us back. <laughs> right. Now Butler, now they're great in basketball, football, not so much. But yeah. off day, we, John. Off we got day. a great, we got great athletes down there, and just like every program, sometimes it gets a little bump in the road, and we'll fix it. But um, I'm, I'm all in when it comes to why. But you're and making we, a we put some great athletes, and we got a great program down there. We should be you should, we should be filling that stadium every single. Saturday. Right, and I'm busy, and I should go more than I do, but I do. I always listen mm-hmm. to it. You were going to make an example, use okay, a college so, football example. So obviously, commentators are looking for things to juice up the the programming because they drive people crazy, and they'll say things. Well, Oklahoma beat X, you know, X Y Z State for the past six out of ten times. The last six out of the last ten times they played. Well, who cares what happened in 1923 and 1975? These players are different players. It's a new field. It's new weather. There's all kind of new things. But they do that to spark up the drama and the controversy. But really, it's the exact analogy to the stock market. This is different employment, different president, different economic things. Of course, there's going to be things that look similar. But at the end of the day, numbers don't have memory. Markets don't have memory. And you got to go on what is. And what is, is we have Great economic factors right now. Did you, uh, if I would have said to you uh, four years ago, would you, uh, could you imagine manufacturing coming back? Could you imagine uh, Florida's got a Florida's got a shortage of tradesmen, fifty five, seventy five thousand dollars a year to start? Could you imagine any of this stuff at the level it's at right now? Uh, hard to imagine, isn't it? 
I mean, well, we, if, we, you, if you're talking about when Barack Obama was president, president no, I'm Obama? talking about with Donald. Donald no, if Trump. you said four years ago, if you said that to me, I'd have said, yeah, I believe that would be unbelievable. As soon as Donald Trump got in the president, I say absolutely, hands down, absolutely, he understands what needs to happen. And he and, and he and said he, he wanted four to five percent GDP growth, yep, and, and he, he, here he is, and yep, there he, he is. is. And hey, listen, they're opening up steel mills again. They're opening up steel mills again. We're going to come back in 20 seconds with John 20. Arnold. 20, 20. 20 seconds. Don't go anywhere. There you go. News Radio 570 WKVN. All right. So you so you kind of knew that cutting regulation, cutting taxes would lead to this. Well, I didn't kind of know. Listen, you, you talk about something on your program, which I'm an avid fan of, by the way. Uh, Donald Trump is bizarre. Would I want him dating my, my daughter or coming to Thanksgiving dinner? Probably not. <laughs> That's the truth. He's a bizarre, weird guy. He looks bizarre too. Okay, and he talks. But, but I know. But the that things that he's fundamentally into economically, I am too. Too, the working man and woman feel better about themselves when they're providing their own paycheck versus getting the handout, and that's good for the entire economy. And the things that he was talking about, he did. Mm-hmm. He gets my vote. He could have been. He could have been a three-headed alien, purple, anyway. and I would have voted for him. If he came out with the same because you thought he knew yes. the e- economy yeah. and where it's going, do you get the same feedback from your investors? Are they saying, Absolutely. "Wow, yes"? Listen, I got a lot of yeah, I got a lot of left Democratic friends that I love. They they, they hate the guy as far as guy, but every once in a while they'll tell me, "You're right." I mean, economically, I mean, we're strong. They they they, they, they I mean, the numbers don't the numbers don't lie, but they drive that guy drives them him crazy, them crazy. Mm-hmm. Like insane, but they're like happy with their investments. They're very happy with their investments. They keep saying, "What if? What if?" Well, you know, what if I hit the lottery? Well, the what the what ifs is what you do, though, right? If there is a mm-hmm. what if, that's what that that's what they pay you for to 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 deal with, right? Absolutely. I mean, and that's why that's why he, John can buy and trade without having to call you up and all that kind of stuff, and eats the cost of the... The trades, the, the custodial trades. phase. Yeah. yeah. The client should never be punished for me being wrong. That's another one of my favorite John Arnold stories, incidentally. He told me this off the air. I'll just tell it to you. He said it used to drive me crazy years ago when you know, uh, when I'd recommend a stock and a guy would buy the stock and it would go down and I would say, well, we got to sell the stock. And I made money. This is exact true or false, a conversation you had with me. And I made money when he bought it. I made money when he sold it. But he lost money. Something about that, John Arnold said to me, seemed fundamentally wrong. And that's why I don't do that anymore. Well, not only that, we, he more than likely get, kept the money with me and buy it again to make up the loss. So he paid me three times to be wrong. That sucks. And now you eat those costs at yeah, your I firm. Do. You I, pay for those. I pay for the trades. Of custody. I pay for everything. The client pays me monthly a fee to perform for them, period. Period. Everything else you yeah, pay for. I don't, I really, you know... My, that's kind of like my sales pitch. If you want, listen, you have all the power to firm. You can leave and fire me at any time. 100% of your money is liquid. I make money when you make money. I pay for the trades. You might not like my personality. If you don't, probably go see somebody else. But at the end of the day, if you want to make money, I'm probably your guy because performance is what it's at. Mm-hmm. And, and that's that's my sales pitch. You want better performance? Come see me. If you don't, go go get the, the guy that's sending you Christmas cards and ask him about your kid's soccer game. A lot of... Uh, uh, how do I put this? A lot of people come to you, a lot of uh, widows, I want to say, come to you <laughs> whose husbands manage their money, some of them confused on where everything was or they'd be in bank accounts, to seek some guidance. True? Yeah. And I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't want to, you know, I know there's confidentiality stuff that you have, but there's a lot of that stuff that goes on because they're saying, I'm falling behind 
now, I guess, more than ever with inflation sitting in a CD at whatever. Well, it, yeah, I mean, th- th- those scenarios are, th- are thin. That's the truth. Those scenarios aren't often. I would just, the, I would say the majority of the people who come see me are just tired of paying the sales load up front and getting a Christmas card or someone's taking them golf. And no representation. And saying no new ideas, new strategies. My investments don't outperform the SP 500. It's like, well, I can do this myself. Like, what, what in the hell would I choose somebody called a financial advisor that's not acting like a financial advisor? That is they're acting like an, it. They're yeah. entertainers. That's all they are. Right. I'm right. not that. Yeah. Is your financial guy uh, buying, watching the market, selling and trading, concerned about you losing money and stop losses and, and watching this on a regular basis? Or are they the typical ones that just say, okay, once I got your investment, I forget about you? Sometimes they forget about them, and they just you got here. I wish we had a no, but show. I mean, we're paying t- a, we're I, paying you to to t- watch let this. Me, let me tell you something. Some really candid stories, okay? I love them. All right. So back when I was more of the salesman, financial planner guy, that you okay? admitted to me you hated that. I did. Hold on here, please. We're we're short on time, so let me hear this story, or you'll like this. So around 2004, I was trying to grow my practice pretty aggressively, so I subscribed to a system called Bill Good Marketing. Okay. I flew out to Utah. The system was beautiful as far as like computer technology goes, but it trains you how to what's called drip on clients. What does that mean? Every time you talk to them, send them a card. Every time you do something with them, send them an email. Send them a happy anniversary gift. Send them a happy Veterans Day letter. Send them this and that. And I asked Bill. I legitly asked the guy that, and he, he's crazy, wildly successful. He's kind of pissed off when I asked him. I said, my man, isn't we're financial advisors. Why is this whole system based on being a salesman? And he said, well, John, you know, that's, there's two ways you can go. You can go the way you do it. You want to do it investment wise. That's going to catch up to you or you can build relationships. I said, well, what financial advisors? And I kind of shut up because I was, I was in a classroom with other people that wanted to do it that route, but I came back after $10,000 and I I'd started to do it. But to tell you the truth, I quit because it, it just wasn't me. It just wasn't me. I'm not, Mr. How's your kid's soccer game going? And hope you had a great anniversary. And listen, I make great friends with my clients, but my number one thing is, is let me, let me strategize. Let me give you a strategy. Let me perform for you. Let me give you out of the box ideas. Let me give you something that's sexy. Let me give you something that you're going to get value from. And by the way, let me get my compensation to compete, you know, go hand in hand with your performance. And, and I'm going to just uh, and you're right. We're a little short. Of time. <laughs> the majority of people say, here's my money. You're the expert. You take care of it, right? Right? No, that's all the people. That's, right. That's all. That's what we accept. Well, that's uh, right. That's what I'm all about. Yeah. Now, how do we find John okay. Arnold? You want a performance guy? Give me a call. 330-965-9890. The consultation's free. I'm an absolute new pressure guy. I call like I see it, and you'll be very happy when you walk out. What's the number? 330-965-9890. Thank you, John. Thank you. Indians are next.